0: Welcome everyone to another episode of yeah. football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gannon, along with my partner Jack Nicholas. We're here to bring you news notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from around the league. If you have the chance, go check out our website, justsayingfootball.com, Follow us on Instagram at just saying no GWJS for article and video updates. And don't forget to check us out on Spotify at just saying football. Get us in your ears. We want to be there, especially as we're winding down towards the end of the season. Yeah. It is uh, unbelievable. We are now at
1: week 16. God damn it. People are getting eliminated. Playoffs are on the horizon. Fantasy playoffs are in the midst right now. Uh, some teams that we thought were really good. They're not good. Sometimes <coughs> we, we had see. no idea, right? <laughs> uh, we had no idea. And, uh, you know, we are just at the end of it here, you know, getting. We are it's uh it's getting to a point where we're getting into a lot of playoff scenarios we'll go into a lot of people can be eliminated oh, yeah. this week and a lot of people may have a chance to uh, stay alive um and you
0: know um we let's, let's jump right into let's this jump Should right we, into it yeah but the, we <laughs> got a team hoping to make it to the playoffs yeah. a team that just got eliminated from the playoffs we have the tampa bay buccaneers making the way to arizona to take on the cardinals on this is christmas night game everyone after your Got to open up your presents and had some time in the snow if there's snow where you are, um, whatnot. You get to enjoy some football all day. Don't forget Saturday and Sunday this week. But again, Buccaneers made their way to Arizona. First Brady season with eight losses in his career,
1: which is crazy when you play twenty three seasons. You know, shows you
0: how good you are at this game. But this isn't our blowout for a reason, right. and that's because Arizona Cardinals are currently down to their third string quarterback Trace McSworley, yeah. uh In this one, Tom Brady, they had a seventeen point lead and squandered it. Um, yeah, I
1: was going to say, they got they got to play Trace McSorley, and Tom Brady is pissed. This guy, last week, man, they had four turnovers in the second half. 56 it was, yards, it's it a was, joke. I, you can't, what happened to Unacceptable. these Unacceptable. Uh, I'll just say this. Arizona, I mean, they have been bleeding points this year. Uh, we were talking about them in a primetime game a couple weeks ago, and, you know, with no Kyler, no Cole McCoy. I feel like it's going to you know, just lean on James Conner and the Bucks. That's where their strength is, is their rushing defense. Um, you know, could be a, a you know just a, a get right game for the Bucks team, even though they have eight losses at this point in the season. Believe it or not, people, they got a playoff chance. They are literally tied three ways at six and eight for the NFC South. I'm gonna go with them straight up on the road. Uh, if Kyler or you know Kyler was in this game or Cole McCoy, I'd feel a little more
0: comfortable. Tracing McStory didn't like what I saw at him last week, so um, I'm gonna go straight up with the Bucs in the blowout. I'm going with the Bucks as well. Tom Brady's angry uh and they still have a chance uh, to host a playoff game so that's what they're playing for right now let's keep it swimming along in our blog games we have the buffalo bills making the way to chicago to take on the bears buffalo favorites on my minus 9 40 and a half one over under here bills on a five game win streak bears Uh, Had a really solid game against the Eagles. Just not enough to get the win, and this is in our blowout category for a reason. That's because we both believe that the Bills are going to. Yeah. I mean, last
1: week it came down to a closer game than we expected in Buffalo. The weather was nicer in the beginning of the game than we expected uh, all week leading up to it. But now, I mean, last week, man, Josh Allen, four touchdowns, 77 yards on the ground.
0: This is when he gets hot. When he, Buffalo starts getting real cold, he gets hot. He willed that Buffalo team to a win last week. And that's, yeah. and that's why he's an MVP candidate right now. That's why he has been the MVP candidate for the last couple of years. The he yeah. gets it, obviously, Jalen Hurts is right over there saying, I might be able to steal that from you, Josh. Don't worry. But I am going with Buffalo. I, think, I like what we're seeing from Fields. I, we just got to see more out of the passing game. Sorry.
1: No, no worries. I, I, I did mean to The one thing here I was going to say is just with, with the way that Fields has been playing, I, I think with Mooney out for the season with Herb Brown, it's it's been it's just been kind of him and Montgomery running the show there. And you know, the, the Bills defense actually did a pretty good job last week, um, you know, despite having to play a really tough Miami team. Um, but I just think that the Bills are they're gunning for that that first seed. So yeah, they they, That's they how want to go that. get it.
0: Let's let's move this along because I believe we have our only game of the week that features two teams that are officially eliminated from the playoffs. This isn't our met so. game, because you can't even put it in the blog. The Denver Broncos making their way to L.A. to take on the Rams. Denver's favorite in this way. Minus two over under here of 36 and a half. This is a Christmas Day game, um, everyone. Latavius Murray, the only bright spot of that offense. He's 24 for 131. I'm, I'm going with the Broncos because I just think that their defense is better, but I am not tuning in to watch this game.
1: Yeah, it seems like Santa really needs to uh, get all his good football in on Saturday so that he can get his job done on Sunday. Yeah, And he uh, told the NFL schedule guys, he's like, just got to make put, sure. Put Denver, L.A. The, the, the ones we don't want for <laughs> the yeah. Christmas games. But the one thing I think, uh, the, the one thing I like here is, you know, Denver actually kind of won last week. And L.A., even though Baker had that huge 98-yard drive against the Raiders in primetime 2 230. He's no ago, match for Aaron Rodgers. He was no match for Aaron Rodgers last night. And, uh, man, I mean, there's it's just the running backs in this one. I mean, Latavius Murray, great week last week, 24-130 in a TD and then uh, Sean's got Cam Akers. Uh, it's not involved. even like a
0: fantasy implication. This, unless you're me, like I'm starting Cam Akers maybe because I'm, I want the later. I'm starting Greg Dulcich. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> no, so, but like really, that, like this is just not a good game. So let's we're gonna keep this moving because we have two teams fighting for playoff chances yeah. right here and for their division. The Atlanta Falcons make their way to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Atlanta's favored in this one by minus seven and a half with an over under here of thirty seven and a half. That being said, I do not think the Falcons looked very good with Ritter last week.
1: No, and, I mean, obviously, you know, you say the same with the Ravens and Brownlee, but, like, it's still the Ravens. It's still, you know, a really great defense. I think that's a huge advantage on keeping this game close. I don't know. You know, we talked about it all season. Atlanta's been great against the spread, keeping the games close, you know, winning the games that we don't expect them to win. But, man, I mean, Desmond Ritter um, had about – 60 yards last week and they actually almost won that game uh, you know I, I find it uh, just insane you know still that Atlanta like we talked about with the bucks they're in the they're in the fight the Ravens I have to say there are so many scenarios it was hard to write down but literally they could have like three AFC teams lose out of like six this week and they just like still would make the playoffs because they have a lot of head-to-heads love that and I think that the Ravens they, they, like, don't even, like, they could win this game. Um, but it's only because I don't really think that ritter got it as much. Like, I I, saw, I love what we saw at Al Jaleer last week. But the Ravens' defense understands that they're going for that playoffs. I think it's time for them to step up. I wouldn't be shocked if Atlanta surprises. But this is a crazy spread for me. I, I feel weird because of the spread picking Baltimore. But their defense, I think they kept they kept Cleveland down to 13 points last week. And they, they only lost because... You know they can score that many. Themselves. No,
0: I'm I'm right there with you. I'm also going with the Ravens. I I think to me I trust that defense a little bit more. They can create a turnover, make Ritter make a mistake, yeah, kinds of things that will really help set up their their field position. And you know Justin Tucker isn't going to miss uh, have another two missed field goals or a blocked field goal and a miss like that. They get to be in the they get to be back at home, which she's super comfortable, and they're going to get the home crowd behind them, have real fan, damn that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that that all bodes well for them, like you said. I I don't think Ritter. You know it was kind of like the Malik Willis opening start where you're you're not seeing a lot from the past game granted they're they're dictating the script to not the game script to not do that yeah yeah but there's no there's not derrick henry necessarily in that true yeah and that's why i'm like all right I'll, i'll lean towards baltimore and you know Harbaugh's keeping it close to the chest. He's not going to confirm whether or not Lamar Jackson is playing until the last possible moment for a yeah. competitive reason. And say, so, so, hey,
1: you know, we're, we're, it's early week We have Lamar coming in. And play. Yeah. I mean, it's a totally different game. We're recording this on,
0: on Tuesday, I believe. So, yeah. you know, we still got some time. A lot can change and this it's, Sunday. It's
1: a low line at 37, but that's just because these are the top two. They're both tied at second with 164 rush yards, yeah. each of them a game. But like I said, the Ravens, they're only allowing 18 points a game. They got the third best. They got the uh, the third best rushing defense right now, only allowing eighty five. You have J.K. Dobbins going for one hundred and twenty the last two weeks. Maybe you know that's just enough for them. I don't know. I don't believe Tyler Elgiliro is going to have the week that he had last. One hundred thirty nine yards on the
0: ground. No, neither do I. Neither do I. I. This is the third best run defense, only up eighty five yards a game uh, in Baltimore, which is great. But speaking of great defenses, we have the Washington Commanders making their way to San Francisco. Take on the 49ers in their number one ranked defense. San Francisco favored in this with my minus seven over under here of 39. Purdy and Kittle. They are now officially best friends after a two-touchdown game. They were tearing it up. They just could do nothing wrong in the 49ers. The defense was swarming. Special teams were swarming. The offense was great. I'm locking in the 49ers in this, Matt. One. Washington last week against your team. Questionable call on the goal line for Terry. He, got, he did double check.
1: Stand, yeah, it was John uh, I don't know.
0: Terry checked with him twice. You? Oh, the? Oh, you're talking the about, game winning. The, you're talking yes, about the yes, illegal yes. shift. Okay, he so, confirmed with the ref twice, I,
1: and I was like, okay, that is total BS. The passion interference is BS.
0: It ruined, what it, are you going to do? I, like, I nothing you can do. BS nothing right now, you can do. Nothing you can do. But the fact is... It is not your fault, Jack. It's, it was a bad call by the ref. That shouldn't have happened. I, I was like,
1: good penalties. Like, what happened with the passion interference call? I was like, I just said good penalties. <laughs> so
0: what do you think, Dad? So it goes so, so to me, just like, it was an unlucky call. You know how many call? times the Giants went on the wrong side in like the last decade? I <laughs> think that, for, for me, though, it's just like, that was such a deflating game that loss. Yeah. was such a deflating game for this momentum that Washington had had. Um, and I think that now you have to go to San Francisco. You got to face the 49ers. Um, if you remember just a few years ago, uh, Nick Bosa and them came into Washington pouring rain. Yeah, it's like a 13 to three game. It's completely disgusting. Washington at this point was still called the Redskins still. Yeah, and they dominated in this wind in this gross, disgusting weather I don't know. And that's what this game was making me think back to that. And just Joey Bo- or Nick Bose is currently off to a fifteen and a half and a half sack season could be defensive player of the year. just, I think everything's going for the 49ers in this one. Yeah.
1: I mean, they have just found a way in the beginning to continue. As we talk about the Kyle Shanahan way of just kind of scoring early and often. And, uh, they're getting it really done with CMC. I mean, he had a, again, another hundred yard game. You know, he's got almost a hundred receiving targets on the season. um, and the incredible thing, I mean, look at Purdy, like the kid the kid's six and one no, when it comes to touchdown interception ratio in the last two games. And his and Kittle, I mean, like you mentioned, four for ninety three and two last week. If he can repeat something like that against, you know, Washington, where their defensive line is really their strength, not as much their second level where Kittle attacks. Yep. I think it's gonna be a huge week. Um I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be as high scoring as we saw them go in Tampa, or what we saw them do in Seattle. This is gonna be a big fight game. Two really good coaches, different coaches. Solid defenses. You know, solid defenses. Um, but I like the San Francisco by seven. Like I like them that much that I, I think they can definitely win by like a score or two, you know.
0: All right, I like that. Let's keep us moving. Also just do want to mention Jahan Dotson, the rookie, a lot of question marks about why Washington drafted yeah. him. He showed out last week four for one oh five and a touchdown. Just want to shout him out having a really yeah. low key solid. Sixty one for yard a catch. Yeah, just great touchdown in the in unbelievable on that slant right down the middle. It was just it was just great. All right. He's he is scary. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few years. let keep us moving along with the Detroit Lions making their way to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Lions are favored again, minus three over under here, 43 and a half. Lions have won six of their last seven. Um, Ooh, watch out, Vikings! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Do we already <laughs> won the North now, baby. How did they had a freaking delay? A week though, those <laughs> bastards. That I, I do appreciate because I uh, love you, Dan Campbell, and I think that they're going to get the win against the Panthers despite. You know, Sam Darnold, given the start, the former number three overall pick, the great quarterback. You
1: know. Yeah, I, like I mean, them. Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, a couple of top three picks from literally just within the last five years, and now they're on their second teams, both wearing a light blue, funny enough, and both not very successful franchises. I mean, and right now, Weird enough, uh the Panthers—they are in that weird mix that we have to keep talking yeah, about with the NFC. The like they just are in position somehow for the playoffs, so you gotta keep talking a about few them. Things go
0: their way. All of a sudden, it's a Steve wilkes led team you in the know, playoffs.
1: And we were talking about the you know the Bucks before and the Falcons, and both of those teams could lose. And it's just like, oh, the Panthers win, Holy crap! But I'm gonna take Detroit straight up in this. They score. Absolutely. Um, You know they they. I have a great hit you in the face kind of defense, just what Dan Campbell wants there. Uh I must say, you know, I'm on Ross St. Brown. He's got he's got eighty-nine cat eighty-nine receptions on the year. So I'm like, does he get eleven catches this week?
0: No. Like boy. could he get a
1: hundred on the year this I week? I don't
0: I don't think he'll get it this week. He's got to go up against JC Horn, but I think he'll be he's gonna get close. He'll get like yeah, eight. JC Horn, we have not he'll talked get about eleven. We'll get eleven targets 11 tar- on him tar- I'm is air it right. out,
1: I mean, is this a situation you think where like now you got Chubb Hubbard back in pan- with the Panthers, so it's like Dante Foreman. You know, do you, do you kind of like just do they just run it down Detroit's throat or like, you know, does Detroit just kind of like do? I think what you gotta, they do and run it down there.
0: I think you got a <laughs> pass because that's their the run defense of Detroit has really stepped up the last few yeah. weeks. You know, against the Vikings, they set up against the Jets last week. They they really stepped up. So I think to beat them, you're going to need to get comfortable in that passing game a little bit, which is going to mean, DJ Moore, we want to see you. Yeah. Top of the season between the injuries and then the quarterback changes. I'm, I'm also going with Detroit, though. I think think momentum's in their way, so let's keep this moving because we have another NFC South team that still has a chance to win this. And the New Orleans Saints, as they made their way to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Cleveland's here on this one, minus three, over under here of 32. Um, they're both, both these teams still alive after wins last week.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, we didn't really expect these teams a couple of weeks ago. They were really kind of in some tough situations. But this is a kind of winner-take-all. I mean, the the Browns, we were talking about the Ravens, uh, you know, earlier how they have kind of a a good shot to the playoffs right now. That's definitely going to hurt their chances. Um, And, you know, I I think New Orleans getting that win last week against Atlanta was with Ritter there. But now you got Deshaun Watson, who's a little bit harder of an opponent. You have – you know Nick Chubb coming in here. You're gonna have Miles Garrett coming at you, not Grady Jarrett. You know it's a, it's a, they are different defenses, definitely. Um, but right now, I I think that I'm gonna go with New Orleans. Um, I I think Cleveland's favored, but it's over under of 32.
0: Yeah, That's it's not a typo. They're not expecting that to be I like triple a high-scoring that. Like, 32 points. They really do not expect to be a high-scoring game. And I, I would agree with them. I'll, like, 14 I'll the Yeah, I'll take the under. I, I think really? Uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game because I think it's, like, bad, decent defenses and bad offenses. So it's, like, what a recipe yeah. for, like, ugliness. I'm actually going to go with Cleveland, though, because I think at the end okay. of the day, the Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, th- those two guys can carry you to a victory if they get going, and we haven't seen that from... From Nick Chubb lately, so I, I'm expecting a big game from this one against a solid Saints defense.
1: I like that. I like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, this could go either way for me. I mean, like it's just, like, like you said, both of these teams are still in it, but they have this. Has, I mean, has to be a very most mediocre matchup. If we had a mediocre, this is the meh game. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that,
0: that's like the official game, and then the Denver Broncos and the Rams are just the terrible game. But let's let's move this right along because we have a little bit of history. In this next game in the Las Vegas Raiders mm. made their way to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. It's Pittsburgh favorites by minus three over under here at 39. It's the 50th anniversary, the Immaculate Reception. What a crazy time to be alive. Yeah. We're so young. I was going to say, We're I remember not. like it was yesterday. It's, it's <laughs> twice our age, my friend. We are. I we know.
1: Are. Well, it's incredible. I mean, back then you had the Steel Curtain. You had <sighs> Terry Bradshaw. Um, now you got Kenny Pickett and you got TJ Watt. Uh, <laughs> a little bit different. A little bit different. A little different. A little different. But not so much in the sense – I mean, it it is different in the sense that the Steelers right now are at the bottom of the division. And even though that game is, you know, a playoff thing, you know, the Raiders, it's kind of the same theme for them as it was 50 years ago where you're like, hey, we just – you know, we just kind of have to get this win and maybe we'll have a playoff shot. But if we don't, we are totally screwed. Uh, And, you know, at least, um, you know, Franco Harris is like 80, so – I'm sure he'll be there. He'll probably be there for good luck present. for the Raiders. But how Absolutely. do you, how do you feel right like, like about these teams
0: right now? You know, Vegas on the road, Pittsburgh, tough place to play. You know, I'm happy that Hunter Renfro is back. I'm Hunter. That I'm happy that Darren Waller is back. But mm-hmm. I really just do not still trust the Raiders team. I'm, I'm super happy that they got that that win last week. I am not uh, more on that later. <laughs> uh but. I don't know, there's just something about them I don't like in this game. Like it's like they're gonna have all this momentum from this, you know, huge win that yeah. they, you know, deserved and hadn't had all season. And, you know, they caught their break, and I just feel like, you know, they're gonna be like, we caught our break, and then they're gonna walk into this game, and all of a sudden they're gonna kind of like expect a win, and then there's TJ Watt oh, and the Steelers damn. just getting in their face. you think they're gonna make Carr make like one bad mistake? Yeah, that's what I think. It's just gonna be like one of those days where it's just like you guys win this great game last week, and then you put up this just disgusting yeah. game the following week. Like, come on. Like, that and to me is like, been the, the Raiders' season. It seems so. like
1: they can do that. I mean, Adams the last two weeks, under 10 targets, under five catches, no scores over the last two weeks. We've been, you know, we were trying to call Devontae Adams' scores the last two weeks. Um, I think it's going to be rough. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the Raiders are going to need to win this with Josh Jacobs. They're going to need to control the clock. Najee Harris. And Deontay Johnson actually had really, really good games last week, Um, but it may not be enough. I think, like for me, I think having all those guys back now an extra week for the Raiders it can make them make less mistakes than we've seen because it's it's been forever since we've had Renfro and Waller in there. You know, like every week we talk about them being out. And Waller got on the end
0: zone last week, which is nice to see. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, we're a big game Waller guys. Everybody loves that. Love the Walrus. <laughs> love
0: the Walrus. Um, I'm the going.
1: Season. I'm definitely I, I'm. I'm going to take L.A. as as underdogs on the road.
0: All right, that's fair. You like Pittsburgh, though? I like Pittsburgh. I think it's just going to be one of those weird cold games that goes in Pittsburgh's favor.
1: And then, like, a ball just, like, hits yeah. off a dude's shoulder into
0: another yeah, thing. Yeah, bounce off that like, chest you know, pad, and all of a sudden, there's just like... Thank God we got extra cameras I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I know. You got to love that. Let's move this along cause we got some good games right now when the Seattle Seahawks make their way to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Kansas City... Favorite in this one, by minus nine and a half, and a half point overrun in this one. Now, the reason why this is not the good game is because I will take the Kansas City spread on that one. I think they are good, and I think that they're going to get the the dub, a big dub uh, against the Seahawks. But the part of the reason why we have this in a good game is because the Seahawks can score. You know, this gonna be like a really fun game. I'd yeah. Like, I'll, I'll also hit the forty and a half point over here. I will hit that over comfortably. I can easily Jeez. see. I can see both these offenses putting up twenty five plus points each. You know, But it won't come from the run game because Kansas City actually has the number one run defense in the NFL.
1: And Frank Clark last week made a hell of a play. You see that uh, that forced fumble that went like a million miles away and he got it. I taught him that. He taught him that. Sean, Sean he wouldn't have learned that without Sean uh, he when means. he was at the University of Washington. <laughs> and I think the crazy thing is, um, like you're saying, the Kansas City defense, people are not talking about these guys. And if they are stepping up, Eric reed has been a huge addition um, you Nick got Bolton, the second-year player. Nick Bolton. I mean, look at him. The kid. It's it's unbelievable. Where he's he's got in fourteen games. He started all fourteen games. He has over. He, I think he's like fifth in the league in tackles he's, right now.
0: He's killing it this year. I, I think that they're just playing great. Kenneth Walker's coming back from this injury. He didn't have his best game last week, so I feel like that's an area where – A little snap
1: count situation. Yeah,
0: and they're going to they, – the Seahawks rely on that run game, so it's an opportunity yeah. for Kansas City We were
1: questioning on the Thursday video that like last week if he was going to play at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you he know? did. It wasn't the out the output that you were you know expecting from him, but it happens. You know, 12 for 47, he still saw some carries, just – didn't get going, and that happens yeah. sometimes. But I, I like Kansas City in this one, I, but I think it's going to be really high scoring. Like This yeah. will be a really fun game on Saturday to definitely tune into it at 1 o'clock.
1: to oh my God, 1 o'clock. This, this is like one of those things. I think the way Gino and them have been playing, now Ken Walker's healthy, I kind of wish it was a little later. But this is going to be a hot game. Um, I mean, last week, Kansas City kind of started to get the stride back that we haven't seen since they drafted Clyde Edwards earlier, in my opinion, where... It does not matter who's in the backfield. They are going ham. Um, I have obviously, you know, we have talked about Isaiah Pacheco as a big Sean, my guy. Whoa. Now you got now you got McKinnon last week, fifty-two and one on the ground, seventy and oh, one yeah. through the air, two-point conversion. Who is the running back one for the Chiefs right now?
0: I think the running back one for them is still Pacheco, right? Yeah. But I think that they what they're doing and what a lot of teams have done is that like they're finding that you can have a really nice healthy balance of a one-two running back combo. Yeah. And you don't necessarily only need to rely on one back, and you know now, now this is when Kansas City is getting a little bit scared when their running backs are making plays. Yeah, and, and it's like you know you
1: have you have McKinnon have 120 yards two touchdowns, you have Pacheco get 80 yards and 15 carries. Then you also have Juju and Kelsey getting ten catches each, ten on ten targets, ten catches each last week. While Mahomes has thirty six for forty one, and we love that. That's crazy. Forty one passes, he only had five incompletions. completions, and we're looking at a statue like, huh? Oh, you know, he only had two and o- two and in no interception rate. Like that's. Yet yeah, they
0: barely won the game against the Texans. It, that's, you that's know what I mean. It that's the issue is, is that
1: you could tell right there that he was playing with the Texans last week because he was just like. Uh, you yeah, know, there's a pass out It's <laughs> yeah. Uh no, is it. is it over? Is it he, 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 this guy is just waiting to play Buffalo again?
0: <laughs> He's waiting for that play. Well, I will game. take
1: Kansas City as well spread and over, no problemo.
0: All right, I like that. Let's keep it moving along. We have the Cincinnati Bengals making their way to New England to take on the Patriots. Uh Cincinnati's serving this by minus three over under here of forty one and a half. New England obviously coming off of that brutal loss when Jacoby Myers threw the ball directly to Chandler Jones and so Jones right now, though. Can I say midfield. go for it? Can I?
1: Them. So the other day I'm texting Sean. I got a nice live parlay. Three legs, beautiful. Plus six, two, two, three, baby. We're looking great. Nine bucks down to in 600. And the cash out button's raising. It's going 375, 415, 475. And I'm looking up and I'm like, well, you know, as long as Ramondre, you know, runs the ball out or good and, you know, we'll cash out before overtime. We'll call it a day. And... <laughs> Jacoby Myers gets a lateral, sends it throw 30 yards backwards, which I get it, but the guy used to play quarterback, so we should know not to do that, throws it to Chandler Jones, who runs it 40 yards back, I win no money, (laughs) and you know what, that's what I'm saying, you have a nice leg parlay. Consider the cash out. Sometimes cash out.
0: Sometimes <laughs> when you're ahead. I mean, don't ride, ride that ride if you don't need to. Do. <laughs> and that's why the Bengals are going to have Jax back this week and just dominate them uh, against uh, against against New England. I think. Thank you for letting since, me in, by the way. No, yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> I think that the Bengals are really going to have a field day against the Patriots. I really thought that <laughs> last week's game was was ugly. Mac Jones was 13 for 21, 112 yards. This is now what you want to see from your second-year quarterback. <laughs> uh, was the th-
1: Madden quit rage
0: quit game? Yeah, and the Bengals, <laughs> the Bengals are looking great. Six straight wins. You know what I mean? They they had this massive seventeen point comeback last week. You know. this was in the this is kind of. I'd say of, it was
1: hotter than them, you know. But Bills five, they got six right now. I mean, they are, you know, like I have been saying, Kansas City could be this shocking team that, like, after Buffalo and KC, if they have to tear each other apart, can't, like Cincinnati does what they did last year. Rides away to the Super Bowl. They got Joe Mixon and Samaj AP Ryan playing, like, 50-50, which is killing Joe Mixon fantasy owners, I receivers. know. But they're killing it. They, are, And Joe Burrow is hot right now. And everyone's been talking about it on Twitter. The defense is actually playing, like, better than the offense really, right now. Really stepping up. You know, and Jesse Bates last week um, made a couple of huge plays. Um, you know, and, and I think that New England, man, they we were talking about how – you know, Jacksonville, with their win, they boosted their playoff. And with the Jets, they lost. Nobody suffered more than New England. New England had a 50% playoff chance last week. Now they have a 14% playoff chance. That's rough.
0: That's that sucks. Rough.
1: And, oh, my God. that's ter- And you gave the Chargers a 70% playoff chance. And there ain't that many seeds in New England. Like, you, Jacoby throwing that ball, not only did it hit by it's 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 going to have a ripple effect on the rest of their season and maybe you get a get right game. This is not it. The Bengals three and a half. No, I don't it. care if you're playing in Gillette. Hammer the three and a half, man. Oh my God, they're gonna. Did you see what they did to Tampa last week in the take second the, half? Take the over on that exactly. one easily, easily. easily. Forty-one. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. All
0: right, let's move this along. We have the Houston Texans making the way to Tennessee to face the Titans. Tennessee's favorite in this by minus five. Over under here at thirty-seven. I'm actually going with the Texans. I think that.
1: This is why he wanted, to give you, he, he wanted the surprise pick. The <laughs> last
0: few games, they've just been playing better. Look, they gave Kansas City a run for their money. Well, Dallas little ruin the Dallas. They gave, the, Dallas Dallas, they gave uh, the Eagles run for their money earlier in the season. I think, that there's, I think that right now they're just trying to play the spoiler of people seasons. And who better season to spoil than your uh. division opponent who's currently in first place, whose playoff chances are kind of hanging on by a thread. And a win for Houston. You know, they've lost nine straight. You get a little bit of respect on your name. Yeah. Also, you know, Jacksonville gets a win on Thursday night. Shakes up the AFC South. Oh, my South God. A don't bit. tell me we have to watch a Jacksonville You know what I mean? I'm just saying it's going to be, you know, the late game <laughs> no, season of them man. becomes a little bit uh, juicier, a little bit better. Uh, but you are right.
1: There is a strange, weird. You know, trend of the
0: Texans some ruining the somebody's season. And some of the Titans just haven't played great.
1: Yeah. No, let's let's be honest. So I'll just saying the facts are the Titans have not been great. Even Derrick Henry. He's been he has had great favorable matchups. He has not been performing not to Bill the point where they too. can win. Um, Texans though, I mean nine straight Jeez, You do not want to have double digit straight losses, kind of reminiscent of that old two and fourteen team before they got to Davy and Clowney type of vibes. Um and now, I mean, Damian Pierce out the rest of the season. It gives me a reason, like you're saying. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm just going to say, because I, I hate it. But it gives me reason to believe that you're not out of your mind picking the Texans. And I'll tell you why. Because be. when we have all these games where we say, oh, this guy's injured, we're expecting this other person to get things. With the Texans, I have no idea. So now, maybe with Damian out, maybe they start feeding Brandon Cooks. Maybe they start going back to Chris Moore like they did yep. two weeks ago um but Tennessee We're getting some
0: Jeff Driscoll actions Tennessee I, action. think I
1: I want to ride with you on the fact that the Texans aren't there but you know if Tennessee can do this there's the other side of it where they can be two games ahead of the Jaguars or the Jaguars wind up losing
0: and they could lock this division up in a week or two Tennessee's playing for a lot let's see if they can get the win let's keep it smooth. we have the Green Bay Packers making the way to Miami to take on the Dolphins another Christmas Day game maybe Miami's- the only good one probably the the, honestly the only good one on christmas day miami minus four are favorites in this one over under here 49 and a half uh dolphins obviously coming off a brutal loss last week in the cold now rogers had some comments after the game that didn't sit right with me when he said we've won two and just about everything we've needed to happen has gone our way so things are looking up now I thought this was a little bit of a cocky statement considering that they still need the lions to take on some more losses. Washington to take on more losses and the giants to take on some losses. Um, they still got to play the dolphins, the Vikings and the lions as well. Great. Yeah. Right? It's not as good. So they as need they a lot to go their way. And also at the yeah. current moment, um, there are four spots taken in yeah. the NFC, right? You have, uh, Philly. Yeah, Philly. You guys. Minnesota. Dallas. Uh, Dallas and then um and then 49ers. And no, the 49ers actually aren't yet. No? No, no, yes, and yeah. the 49ers, That's right? right. Right? So essentially, three of those spots are yeah. divisions. Yeah. Right? So there's w- and, and then, then, then you have a non-division, right? <laughs> so you have two <laughs> spots left essentially yeah. that are open. Well, theoretically, but one of them Belongs to the NFC South winner.
1: Yeah. Because they don't have
0: that division pick. Yeah. So there's really like one spot available at the moment. Which
1: Washington has right now.
0: And if they lose, I mean,
1: the Lions are more likely.
0: everything to go their way.
1: The Lions and Seattle, I think, are more likely at the end of the season to get in in, than Washington. But Green Bay, I'll tell you this, Miami, they locked up their playoff spot last week. And they're coming off a division loss. Oh, my God. They're going to be at home. Oh, by the way. They're in Miami this week. No worries about the heaters. They're probably going to turn the heaters up on the, the Pakistan and make them hot. They're going to have
0: the AC <laughs> units out for this game. Not. Yeah. It's going to be crazy hot just because they yeah. can.
1: But I got to give a shout out Jalen Wilder last week three one forty four and one. Some randy moss numbers
0: what he does it's like I,
1: it's like 40 to catch at least <laughs> i'm going i'm going with the oh, dolphins
0: 50. in this one speaking of them yeah. um like you mentioned the waddle three for 141 and one i think that that shows really how electric this offense can be considering that you um, saw tyreek hill and hill last week saying it wasn't his best game he apologized to the fans, saying it's not gonna happen again he's Playing in this game with a little bit of extra juice against yeah, which Green is, Bay I was now. Say, which is a little scary. <laughs> yeah, you know, Green Bay, Green Bay. had a good game against L. A. They they put together the game of uh, the right game plan, but they also, I think, faced a much much easier, much more manageable team. The L. A. Rams' offense is nowhere near the same. Yeah. as the Miami Dolphins' offense. No, yeah, so. the
1: matchup is definitely it. the going on the road. The fact that the Dolphins have the pressure. Um, you know, the fact that Tua has half of. The um, you know, kind of like he has half of the interceptions that Rodgers has this year. I, you know, overall, it's a tale of two stories with their receiving cores. Tua loves it, he's thriving and doing better. Aaron Rodgers is not loving it, he's not thriving. His production is low. He's got this guy who's thrown like six picks in two years, and he's got 10 you know, in 13 games. Um, but I must say, uh, you know, getting AJ Dillon involved and Aaron Jones. Last, you know, last I I didn't think that they even had a flow in the Packers' offense. And like you're saying, if they are going to beat Miami, they're going to have to score really early. Um, I also kind of like how Miami's defense stepped up in a lot of close situations against a really good Buffalo team last week. Um, but you know,
0: it's not when it mattered.
1: Yeah, and, and I got to say, I mean, both of these guys are very similar. They both have around like 64.89, um, like passing percentage. So the fact that I think it's impressive that Tua has. Kind of Aaron Rodgers percentage numbers right now, pretty high, um, and uh, yeah, I, I just think it's hard not to go with them on the road, especially with the fact that you know they're favored by four. I'd even I'd even take
0: that. All right, I like that. Let's move this along into our games of the week. Now our first one features an NFC East showdown when the Philadelphia Eagles make their way to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Uh, Eagles heard this by minus five over on here 46 now the Eagles might be without Jalen Hurts It's not confirmed that he's gonna be uh, out in this game with a right shoulder sprain Um, If that's the case, it would be Gardner Minshew filling in for him now last week though uh, The Eagles were electric AJ Brown eight for 188 Devontae Smith five for 126. They didn't even need touchdowns uh, For them, you know for this offense. Yeah
1: No, yeah, I mean, it's it's just kind of unbelievable for the fact that the Eagles are such a complete team, and, you know, Dallas has these weeks where they look like they're such a complete team, and I'm kind of hoping it's like that this week, because even though both of these teams, I always joke, are literally the two that uh, I envy and hate the most, um, <laughs> I respect what they've built this year, totally, these teams are balling out, um... 46 over under, I think, is going to be interesting. If Hertz is in, I'd hit it over. If it's not, if he's not, um, I, I'd, I'd maybe go a little under. I think Dallas is going to try to run a lot more. They had 39, 37 carries between Pollard and Zeke last week. Um, and as you mentioned, it's really about the Philadelphia passing game as well as kind of their run game with Hertz and Sanders. Sanders already has 1,100 yards, I believe, this year. Um, so if Hertz is out, Gardner Minshew going to be able to lean on him um but you know Dak Prescott as we've been talking about has been playing great this year and you know he has um he's played 10 games against the Eagles he got about 24 uh 10 yards it's about 241 a game and then he has about 16 7 um, um like touchdown reception ratio which is great so he plays well against the Eagles they're at home they're favored um and um you know with Hurts out you know Dallas is just trying to make sure that they stay that fifth seed in the playoffs
0: yeah, you know, I like the odds for Dallas if Jalen Hurts is out. Obviously, yeah. MVP caliber guy, plays great in this offense, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Philly's defense first in the sacks right now, 55 on the season, 55. Uh, Cowboys second at 49. Now, fun fact about the Philly Dol- Philadelphia Eagles defense, they have a guy named Hassan Reddick. He yeah. has 12-plus sacks uh, on the season. Now, he's the first player in NFL history – with eleven plus sacks on three separate teams in three straight years, did it for the Cardinals, then the Panthers, and has now done it for the Eagles. Wow! Uh, he's been on a tear, and it's just been very under the radar. Um, so a nice little Hassan Reddick versus Micah Parsons battle. Yeah, you want to watch now? I'm going with the Cowboys in this one because I am under the assumption that it's Gardner Minshew in. Yeah. Um. I think that still the Eagles could win that with Minshew. I do not think that Minshew is a bad quarterback, and actually, when we saw him in relief last year for Jalen Hurts at times when he was injured, played pretty well in Nick Sirianni's offense. So I do think that there will be some comfort level here. But I think that because he isn't Hurts, he doesn't he doesn't have what Hurts has that you know that great deep ball and that extra little yeah in the run game that that can give this Dallas defense an edge and. For them to really get after.
1: Yeah. After. And, you know, Dak, Dak has, you know, we were, tra- you were talking about the the sacks, you know, and Dak's only been sacked 12 times all year, which I thought was very shocking at the sense that, you know, he's been playing great, but he's also been, you know, upright, which is the most important thing for him. um And, you know, CD and Noah Brown and, and Gallup and Schultz, they have such a plethora of weapons, as we like to say. Um, but yeah, I think this is gonna be, you know, one of the games of the week, no doubt, even though uh I hate these teams. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know.
0: All right. Now we, we need to get into <sighs> into the the true game the of the game. week. The game of the week, the only game that matters. Which in the beginning of the season
1: we joked wasn't gonna be important and now it is. We so thought we
0: thought we were gonna get to be at this game yes. and be be in Minnesota reporting from there and sending you guys an episode from Minnesota, but The gods said this game had to be on Christmas Eve, and we can't be away from our families for the holidays because that's the rule, I guess. But we have the New York Giants making their way to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Minnesota's favorite, this one 3.5, over under here at 40. And this is the first time, I think, in our show's history that our two teams have faced. I think Um, so. So So this is absolutely our game of the week. (laughs) This is a big game of the week. Not only is it our two teams, but, you know, Vikings... Largest well, comeback in NFL history last week secured the NFC North for themselves, and uh, in this game, it is going to be a whiteout. Everyone will be wearing white in Minnesota. They actually changed the color of the end zones for this one. Oh my god! Um, so they're expecting a lot. They're trying to get the fans going. I don't know if that was in response to the Giants whiteout earlier this season. Like I really, I, I genuinely, I was thinking I think about this more the NFL other day. Teams have been trying to like pick it up, and I, 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 I know it's to know. thing, but to me it was like so weird. I was like, of course, like. I was yeah. like, it's so weird that the Vikings decided to do this like a few weeks ago, or maybe it was yeah. decided earlier, but I only found out later. Um, but, but I was then, like, I, I was just like a response to Brian like Dable. That,
1: yeah, but I'm like, now, yeah, I mean, it is <laughs> it is really unbelievable. Um, you know, Brian Dable, Saquon, they were kind of game planning. It's kind of like, Saquon kind of reminds me of like, just like a point guard. Like, he, he just, like Daniel Jones, like, he's kind of like a small forward. Like, he, he just kind of things go through him. But really, I mean... Saquon's taking direct snaps. Like, this guy's running the offense back there, in my opinion. Last week, um, another, another, like, you know, 15 carries at least when you go down to it. He had 18 for 87 and a touchdown. I mean, he always has a good game against Washington, but he needed to have a good game last week. And he has, as he has all season, his goal is to bring the Giants to the playoffs. The Giants, right now, after, you know, I shouldn't say first, the Vikings now, the number two seed. Um, so this could be, you know, an eventual playoff if the Giants can keep themselves as the sixth seed, um, you know, maybe the second round, but the key here is the Giants on the road. They went and they played on the road last week and they got lucky in, you know, the public's opinion. In my opinion, I think they got a call that was years overdue. No, nah, I kid. Um, but man, um, this are scarily two playoff man. Well, Not what we
0: were expecting. Not where I thought we were going to be at this point in the season. Talking about our two, teams but and two I playoffs. I just
1: got to say I'm nervous because I was kind of hoping you know Juanel Robinson and Shepard would be in a game like this and the Giants. You know, they just hate Kenny Galladay. They like can't they wait really to ship do. him
0: out. They'd rather like not play him. They're gonna bring in Kenny Galladay for this one game, be like, You play yeah. against Minnesota and oh, he's yeah. gonna go off for 120 yards and let's we'll shut him down. It was, was the secret season, the whole time. Yeah, but for yeah, this one game we've been keeping the him. The last two years we've just been waiting. weapon X for this one game against Minnesota.
1: <laughs> no, he's um he's not he's not uh he's not up there. But I gotta say Isaiah Hodgins, the Giants um the Giants new receiver. He's rookie. Oh, my God. He's been playing out of his mind. Uh, he's had touchdowns in three straight weeks. Um, he's been great. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Two straight weeks before, and then he had a couple big plays last week, almost a touchdown. But I got to talk about my guy, Kayvon Thibodeau, for one second, if you do not mind. Well, I know, for Dude, it. this kid, I, I talk about him so much. I loved him coming out of school. I dreamed that we'd get him, and we did. And I got to tell you, The kid is a stud. I love him. He's got he had twelve tackles. He had three tackles for losses a sack. You know, and he had um the the full cycle. He had the sack. He had the strip, the recovery, the touchdown. Like he it took I saw a stat it took him two point five seconds to do all that. So I cannot believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like to get through that I I think that the Giants have a very special thing in their defense and their pass rush, and if they are going to get to Kirk Cousins, they need to do what Indy did last week in the first half and go after him. Start sending people after him. Send to Zizajulari. Send to Oshan Zimena. Send you know, Sexy Dexy. Put Sexy Dexy in that backfield. Go get him after the Vikings. I would find up it.
0: against Ed Ingram if I were you guys. That's what I would do. Yeah. Is that what you do? Yeah. At Ingram, now, now we're beefing. Now, now we're beefing about saying, this. What about this? More rushing yards, Dalvin or Saquon Barkley? No bias. Probably Barkley, only because I think that the Vikings obviously just have so much success in their passing offense that they're not as reliant on Dalvin the way I think that they should be, as we saw last week. Uh, as we saw Dalvin last week, too, Dalvin gets some receiving the, yards. <laughs> and then he, all, I, I will just say, like, he did that against Buffalo, too, just with a run. So like, he, yeah. he clearly provides a little bit of juice for this offense. But I think it'll be Barkley because... That's like you're saying. There's no Juan Robinson. There's no Sterling yeah. Shepard. You have to kind of go through him. He's going to be the guy to do it all. So I'm curious to see if Daniel Jones can throw for over 200 yards in this one. This is definitely a favorable defensive matchup to to do it against uh, in the in the Vikings You just bleed offensive passing yards. Yeah. I am going with Minnesota um, uh, in this one. You know we're, we're it's unlikely. But theoretically, we can still take the first seed from Philly if yeah. they were to drop their next three games, and we win the next three games because we have a loss in the tiebreaker to them. Yeah, yeah. So we're still we're we're not while we have the North and we have the second seed, we don't necessarily we're not. And that's what the co- You know,
1: that's how the coaches are thinking too. They're yeah. like they're like we can still get that first seed.
0: And I think that's how the players are all thinking about it. Um so I think that you know there's still a lot more work to be done in Minnesota, and we still have to play play the Packers and the Bears on the road. So I think we want to get one more yeah. home. We're not going to see our home crowd until the playoffs, right? So let's get one more win in front of them. Let's enjoy this whiteout. Let's go face the Packers. Let's go face the Bears, and then we get to deal with the playoffs. So let's let's still fight for this first round, and then honestly, I mean, I'm curious to see like come week 18, like if it's definitely going to Philly. Like, do you rest players? You know that's, yeah. that. Yeah. Then that next question no, starts it's happens. Like. like do you rest, JJ? Do you rest, Dalvin? Do you rest, Darasaw? Do you rest these guys? Like uh, Darisau,
1: you know. so, um, it got me a little worried last week because he came in and out of the game, yeah, right? He's good, and he's
0: good. He's, good. He's, good. he's good, bro. Don't worry about it. Best, he's good. When you best tackles in all of football and, right uh, now, according I to mean, PFF. I think that would be. Same great with Andrew if Thomas. Really that. quick, no one wants to talk about this. Oh um, yeah. And, and we didn't mention it all season, but two of the best uh, left tackles in all of football belong to our teams, according to PFF. We got Andrew Thomas and uh, Christian Darasaw. And the haters are gonna hate anyway. Yeah, but um. <laughs> That's out Have there. Have
1: fun, San Francisco, with your Trent Williams. He's 39. We got our guys. Yes. 30, 30, 40, 40. We're going to
0: enjoy the next 15 years of our guys. You guys just can enjoy the next six and according to his contract. I
1: like what you said about the rest, though. I do want to mention about KJ Osborne last week. Dude, the GOAT. 10
0: 157,
1: and one
0: Yeah, I use him all the time in Madden, bro. He's <laughs> like, fast, like I just, He's he gets one of those some guys. He's crazy
1: stretch plays. Um, I think that what's great is that they have that receiver depth. That's something you talked about for a long time, and something the Giants do not have. I am going to pick the Giants because there's no way I am I am not riding with my squad against yours in live action or on the show. But I'll tell you this: the one interesting thing is the Giants' defense. There's they got they are hands full after Kirk Cousins had two. What? Dude, he had
0: 460 yards
1: last week. And told, you had to tell people what you told me.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The funniest thing about Kirk Cousins' game last week So what was that he had 406 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. According to ESPN's QBR, it was a 34.6 or four, which is the third lowest all season in the entire NFL. The only two quarterbacks to have a worst QBR in the largest, by the way, in the largest comeback win in NFL history. Uh, were Davis Mills and Baker Mayfield this <laughs> season. Yeah. Mayfield had a 24.2, and Mills had, like, a 32.1. Like, Gross. It was just disgusting, but he had um, weird ones.
1: We, yeah, we're about the 300 passing yards in the second half as well. Oh, no yeah, we yeah, yeah. First player
0: well. ever to do that. First player in NFL history to ever throw for 300-plus passing yards in the second half. If you notice the first half stats, I think the Vikings only had something like 115 yeah. total yards, Yeah, and it was, like, 75 were in the air, and, like, literally two of those passes, I think, were, like, Thirty-yard passes to JJ. Anyway. Yeah. So it was like not looking good for them, and then they totally turned around. My question for you uh, is, you know, JJ is creeping up there to possibly hit two K. Oh, um, we said it last week. JJ two K. JJ two K. Kind of waiting to see. He's at sixteen. They gave him the eighteenth week. I know he's at. me only had seventeen three weeks. Three games left. He's at sixteen twenty three. I believe Jeez. the record is nineteen. 67, this man is not from this planet. Right? <laughs> he's not from this he planet. He has forty four yards left. Do you think he's going to break Calvin Johnson's record for most yards in a single season?
1: 374? No. 344
0: 374? yards away. He's like not – he's like – and what's crazy is it's like It's like 112 a game. He, he was, has 160 He was 500 like yards away last week and in it was at 125 and he puts an output of 123 last week. You think he's going to break this Calvin Johnson record?
1: I I I think he's going to at least get to number 2. If he He breaks Cooper Cup second? If he doesn't, I think he gets to number 2. How do you not? I mean, on this pace, it's unbelievable like and, I, 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 again, I'm going to pick the Giants I love them, but don't listen to me. Go listen to Sean because the Vikings, this week, they're at home. They're looking for a big playoff chance. The Giants need to win this game. They do. My point, too. Wouldn't is, surprise
0: me. They still got a good defense.
1: Because we mentioned it, Dallas, 5th seed, 6th seed, Giants, 7th seed, Washington. If if Giants lose, not so bad. They, they need to win one of two games if Washington loses, somebody else is going to creep in like the Lions or Seattle and I can see oh, them ruining Packers. the Giants good time after a loss like this. Um, but I'm hoping it's a good game, honestly. Christmas Eve, um, maybe, uh, you know I'm going to say, it, but maybe Saquon has six touchdowns.
0: Don't say that. Also, that was a Christmas <laughs> Day game. It was like totally different, right? Like the, I know he's the never rules, Alvin Kamara. The rules for Alvin Kamara on that game in every were totally different. I can't believe you brought that up. We're, that's all Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Happy coming up, just Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Enjoy these games. There's a ton of games Yeah, uh, you know, even though, uh, even though I
1: made sure I'm there, but holy, you just know, too much, and uh, just saying, Enjoy this weekend. A whole lot of
0: football, and uh, yeah, week 17 coming up next. Right, it's creeping on us. Happy holidays, everyone.